Welcome to the Hypertech Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We, 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 we are the We're the excited conversation we all have with our friends about the nerdy things we love and geek about. We, we are, are the Hypertech. I am the hype! Hey guys, welcome back again to another brand new episode of the Hypertech Podcast. I'm here once again. I went to announcery with Doug, Jermaine, and all the ones and twos. Rudy. Yo, yo. What up? Howdy, howdy. I'm excited, guys. I always love coming here. It makes me happy, even though I'm just dead and sad on the inside. I'm not. But hey, how are you guys doing? We have a fun show for you guys. We're finally getting into the spooky stuff. Finally. We called an audible in the last episode. Apologies. But we had Ahsoka to talk about. Are we really sorry? though? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really wanted to talk about spooky stuff, but here we are. Finally going to get into it. But before we do that, how'd everyone do this past week? What y'all hyped about? I started a new audiobook. Ah. Uh, it's called The Fourth Wing. Someone on Instagram like had suggested it, and then I brought it up to some some friends, and they're like, "Oh yeah, other people have suggested it." Uh, so I read like the synopsis, and it was like, "Oh, it's like this girl going off to dragon riding college, and it's like cutthroat, and it was like seemed very fantasy like." And then I saw it at Barnes and Noble, and it was listed as a romanticy, and I was like, "Hmm." Okay. And then I remember someone else like being like, oh, I didn't think you'd be open to reading that. I was like, I don't know. Sounds cool. It's dragon riding shit, right? Like, all right. Uh, so I, I got it on Audible and I started listening to it. And uh, it's it's really good. It's a lot of fun. Hmm. Like, it's, you know, I, I never read any of the Harry Potters or the Twilights or any of those kind of things. And I, I'm thinking this is kind of where it's going, but it's a college. So, like, they're 20-year-olds. But it's very fucking horny. And <laughs> I was going to ask, I, like, what, you said, what kind romanticy. of dragon writing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and at first I was a little like, <laughs> I was a little taken aback because one, I'm, I'm, this week I was working at a library. So before the library opened, I had, I had my audiobook going out loud and there were still like the people working there. And I was like, yeah, this book should be fine. And they were just dropping F-bombs and like making uh, jokes about using a spell to make guys' dicks bigger and stuff. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I was a little taken <laughs> aback. and largest. <laughs> I was a little taken aback by it, but then I realized like it actually makes it just way more realistic because it's like 20 year olds going off to this like cutthroat college where you can die mm. any day because the dragon training is is super hard. Like there's going to be fucking and it's it's told from the story of this girl that's like, you know, smaller and meek. She really wasn't training to be a dragon rider, but she was kind of forced into it and but like, you know, every time she sees a guy, she's like describing like what he looks like and I'm just like. Yeah, this makes sense. Is anyone like, this is so much more realistic than any of these other things. So I'm I'm really excited. I've I've been listening to it a lot and I I think they've already announced the second book in the series. So does anybody compare anyone's dick to a dragon's dick? No, no. Come on. Yeah, not, it's right there. Not yet. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the parts of the the story is like the dragons had to choose their writers and we were just joking like she's going to go just jerk off a dragon, right? Or something like that and that's how we'll choose them. That doesn't happen. Spoilers. Well, but. it's not realistic. I don't like it. Yeah. Moving yeah. on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> I, I'm Jermaine. before I get too gross. <laughs> We're only a couple minutes in. We're nearly there. Jermaine. Uh, I finally watched The Boogeyman. That oh, that's film a that Stephen out? King. Oh, was in the shower? Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. <laughs> it looked, the trailers looked really good. Yeah. What you think? I, I liked it. Um, I liked the, the little sangrain of origin we got of the boogeyman Ooh. and that makes me want more but with that said it can be um something that you could have in 
any time period or anywhere because, like I said, of that little uh, sand grain of a origin that they gave it. But um, the design of it, I thought, was pretty interesting and unique. I really liked it. Um, Movie-wise, like I said, it was a solid, solid movie. Um, It's just, you know, one of those uh, typical movies where the kid sees the boogeyman Mm. and he has a or she has a sibling and all that stuff but you you know you know but the parents and the adults don't think that it's you know real but it's just one of those things when when things happen when you see it because of uh it 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 likes to stay in the dark Mm -hmm. so that's when you see like the 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 little glowy eyes and you just Ah, know classic love it and you just know that it's there and there's this moment in the movie that I really liked when they said that it doesn't like the light or fire because um, <clears throat> because that was the first thing that 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 man created l- fire, you mm-hmm. know, light to see in the dark. And I was just like, ooh, but <laughs> just that little snippet right there, you know, got me hyped. But it's a solid movie. I would recommend uh, watching it. Good creepy visuals. It has a few. It has a few, like like I said, it's just the the darkness, mm-hmm. and you just know that this thing is there. And then when you see, um, there's a particular scene where the little kid goes to like the therapist, and she's trying to you know conquer her fear of the dark because you know she sleeps with the the light on, but they have this red light that slowly flashes off and on, flashes uh-huh. off and on. And you're just waiting for it, and you just see this thing in the background. Like, it's almost like Batman just chilling in the back, but then you see it crawl down a little bit. I'm a fan of, like, those those types of creepy visuals where it's not in your face. as yeah, Your yeah, eyes yeah, have to adjust. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, there's a movie on the list of some of the movies that creeped us out I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. that does that exactly. But uh, my question to you is, it would is this a movie that you would suggest to people to check out to get in the whole spooky season? Yeah, like it's a solid movie. Like I said, I I liked everything about it. It it had that formula that worked because of, you know, the quote unquote boogeyman. Mm-hmm. So it's that recipe that fits and like I said, the the uh the uh visuals of, of everything uh goes goes good with the story. It's not a one of those um um you know, superb horror movies. But I will say this: Cat jumped like uh, my girlfriend. She jumped like five, six times. But she's a scary. But she's cat. easy to scare. But it, but that tells me I'm like, oh, this shit got you. This shit got you. Do you have a bunch of videos up on your page of you scaring her? Uh, she has, she has some that I gave her. So she has a few because I hide in the uh, the darkness myself. Because. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I got inspired when I saw those videos, mm-hmm. and I tried to do that to my wife. Mm-hmm. And she just, like, produces a knife out of nowhere. <laughs> she punched me in the face. I can see that. <laughs> Unflinching. I, I think I even said that to you, but I got to check that movie out. Rudy? Uh, didn't really do much this last weekend. Oh, I went to a, went to a concert, and the, the main act canceled the very absolute last second. So. Oof. <laughs> That was stupid. Um, Where was it? Chula Vista, down down by the border. Mm. Long drive. So that was yeah, that was a long drive for a lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to name the band? Do you nah, want to nah, give a fuck you to nah, the band? No, no, no. All right, I'm all right. It's fine. Ooh, him hurt. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> like he's hurt seven times. This is fine. 
we he'll avenge them. Doug did uh, <laughs> sit us down and made you watch uh, yeah. One Cut of the Dead for the first time. So Dude. that was I was happy to be there again to see that because from the the first watching to the second, I I saw stuff that I hadn't really noticed before, mm. and then just it reminded me how good that movie was. So fun. Yeah, that's yeah. a good movie. Like, it's a solid movie all around. I think I'll, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think I'll make it uh, one of those movies that I'll have to rewatch to do exactly that. I love movies that do that. Shaun of the Dead is one of those movies that I check out, and there's always something kind of pick up on the background. Mm-hmm. But in, movie uh, making. in preparation for today, I did take a spooky doogie. So I feel I'm in the spirit <laughs> nice. of today's episode. Film sli- I, right before. Yeah. Right, well, it was, well, <laughs> in the spirit of this. I even told Doug, I was like, all right, I'll meet you in there. Got a shit. And uh, it was just a ghost. Oh. Yeah. It was like, boo. Like, Damn it. But, uh, you know, you're welcome. TMI. What's what's the old poem? Here I sit all brokenhearted, came to shit, but only farted. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. So classy, too. That, that classy. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> that's going on the gram. Bring it around back to Stay me. Stay classy, Anaheim. <laughs> uh, if I don't have that on fucking Instagram tomorrow, we're going to have yes. a problem. Okay, okay. God, I love that immediately. I, Isaac, what are, what are you talking about? What have you done? One Cut of the Dead that we just saw. And thank you, Douglas, for. No, thanks to the random drunk guy at Phantom Carriage Brewery that's no longer there to stumble up to What do you sound like again? Yeah, see, you like horror films? Yeah, exactly. So, would you recommend the movie watching it the way you watch it, not knowing anything about it, and just going in? Yeah, actually, um, yeah, I was trying to find a way to like how to, how to suggest it to people on my own social media. But yeah, exactly that. Don't if, one kind of the dead. The I forget what year it was, but the original Japanese version of it. Don't don't research it. Just go into it blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, just little, don't get fooled by the false ending. And, true, and then a little warning: uh, you might get a little motion sick. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I, I usually watch uh, anything on either my phone or if anything, it's it's our TV. I forget what what size our TV is, but it's not a massive TV, and you have the whole fucking projector out there. And I'm like, you know, front row. And even though I fly FPV, it's like nothing's that shaky. And halfway through, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can fucking hang. And Alva, my wife, is in the background, just like looking away from the screen, trying to distract herself. Other than that, though, that first bit is. It's not like the full length. Of, yeah. Um, then I got through it and uh, I enjoyed it very, very much. Yeah. yeah. Minus the nausea. <laughs> Sorry. It's not as bad as Hardcore Henry. Did you guys ever see that one with Charlton oh, Copley? I need to watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. A full feature. Okay. A little backstory in that one. It, these guys made a music video called Bad Motherfucker and it was cool to see that, that POV kind of video game-esque uh, type of action. And I was like, man, it would be really cool if they made a full feature film. And then they did, and I was like, "God, this really sucks." It's a full feature film because uh, everyone got motion sick. I think one of my friends is one was like, "Oh, it's fine." I'm like, "Fuck you!" Over here, like heaving. Uh, oh, I was fine. But other than that movie, uh, speaking of scary stuff, uh, checked out. I know we talked about it earlier, Doug, but we checked. I checked out uh, the Exorcist Believer, like I t- said I was, and it was okay. Yeah, okay, it was okay. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, and I, uh, by the time you're hearing this, uh, I will already have my own uh, review out on Forehead Films uh, Instagram, and it's an okay film. I'd say it's still fun enough to go check out in the movies to get you kind of started if you're having a late start to your your Halloween uh, month. 
but uh, it was okay. I didn't hate it. Didn't love it. I think like kind of horror, spooky, scary stuff is always much more fun in the theater because you're out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like it's harder to look away or like pause it or anything like that. Like you're there. It's dark. Yeah. Other people are screaming. Like oh, that's my favorite. No one part. screamed in that. No, no, no one screamed. No, no, no. no. Well, no. there was there was a few jump scares and one of them got me, but there weren't that was the only thing, and then you and I talked about it. There weren't a bunch of like scary scenes, weren't a bunch of jump scares, so could have done a little more with that, but still fun to check out. And in a non-scary uh, lane, I finally caught up on the boys' spinoff show, Gen V. And to quote you, Doug, well, that show's horny. Oh, good old <laughs> horny show. I like it. I mean, again, it makes sense. Superheroes, college. Have Dang you seen any, anything? No, I haven't watched anything It's yet. horny. Oh. You've been watching yeah. it, right, Jermaine? No, I haven't started it yet. Rudy? Mm-mm. Not going to say anything? Not going right. to spoil anything? <laughs> First episode? It's horny. Right, so I got to watch with like a pillow on my lap or something. Not in the not the first horny scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and How do it, you and know? It, and if it does, then uh, hey, happy late national coming out day, Douglas. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but does anybody else have anything they were hyped about? We're all good to go? Oh, I'm hyped about all sorts of things. but Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Warhammer Day is a Saturday, but I'll talk about that next week. <laughs> we don't have the time, God I just got to save it for the rest of the month. <laughs> yeah. So let's get the fuck into it. We're in the Halloween. We're halfway through the Halloween month. Halfway through halfway. October. Halfway? Yeah. Good God. By the time everyone is hearing this, yeah. thank God. <laughs> We're oh, going to make you yeah. a spooky believer by the end of this. I only have one response to that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're already getting into it. Oh, look at him. Fuck <laughs> it. Fuck it. Fuck right off. There you go. Ah, Inception. We're going to talk about the things that freaked us out in media, movies, video games, stories, podcasts, perhaps. Oh. And then maybe talk about some of our own scary stories. I want to pick your fucking brain. We talked about it a couple of episodes ago. Why the fuck you hate this season? We're all spooky people here, man. Didn't, haven't I explained this? I just said right now, a second ago, yes, but I want people who are listening to this episode. We want the people to hate you more, so <laughs> explain yourself. Oh, good fuck. Um, I just... It doesn't do anything for me. Like it's if you have a unique story with a cool premise. Like I remember watching the Scream movie. Mm-hmm. That was a cool take on on a slasher flick. I enjoyed it, and it wasn't like hardcore scary. Like it had its jump scare moments, but it was. I think it was more about the story than about anything else. Like supernatural stuff, cool, mm-hmm. whatever. Zombies, I'm a fan, and that that can be more. I think it's more suspenseful, especially when you're fighting back. Like there's. There's just something about that, like the zombie thing that I'm attracted to. But your serial killers, your your terrifiers, your Rob Zombie films with the fucking cracked out people, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like that shit. And House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, like keep I going. Just, I'm I almost close. Devils <laughs> Rejects. So and like it's just, yeah. it doesn't do anything for me. Like it's it's bad people killing regular people. Like what? I'm on board of that. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. Like I, I worry, and and maybe it's just me because I, I worry about you know my wife, my family, my friends out in the world mm-hmm. where these people exist. Mm-hmm. Like these are like they didn't just dream up these these characters. Like you know they take influence from from the real world, and I don't like that. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say, and it's 
it's hard. You know, we've talked before. Like, oh, it's kind of fun seeing the creative kills and like the the goriness and all that kind of stuff. But I think it is important to realize, like, God, in today's world of like school shootings and stuff like that, like, there's like ten year olds that have seen that kind of stuff in real life. Now it would be, sorry, it would be one thing though (laughs) if it was like a horror film that was like a school shooting. Oh yeah, two on the nose. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I wouldn't be a fan of a, a horror show that was like too realistic. Yeah, I feel like, like once it gets fantastical, it, it, it allows me to disassociate a little bit. And, and, and I feel like with some of like the aforementioned favorite, you know, horror films like you had just mentioned, I feel like there's enough of a, what would be the word, derivation to be like, I can enjoy this because the kills are fun. I mean, in real life, the, when people are murdering, it's just, when it's it, not playful. When it's over the top, I can like, okay, this is art you know like someone's trying to do something here and i can i can see that mm-hmm. but it's it's almost like like shit an example saving proper ryan i haven't watched the end of that movie since the first time i saw it hmm. there's that one scene where the guy's fighting with the the german and the little nest where he has his machine gun and he's waiting for the guy to bring the, the ammo and the, that guy freezes up where they're fighting the guy pulls his knife and he gets it taken away from him, yeah. and then he's over him, lowering that knife in like that. Fucking it was Adam Goldberg. Oh yeah, that was huge. Yeah, 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 that shit fucking affected me so much when I saw it the first time. I was, it was like, like I, I was in Illinois at the time, so I was able to walk to the theater and then walk home. That whole walk home, like that scene was just in my head. Like shit, like that, like just that. that that's so slow, different. Silent kill. That see, but I can separate. I mean, I, I know it's different genre-wise. Like, it's not like a well, Also, a it's, it's scene, intended to be real. Like, people say, like, that's the most realistic uh, war film. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and those soldiers, you know, like, none of them are, like, in this, like, in that fight. It's purely survival at that mo- mm-hmm. moment. Now, so, you know, some of those soldiers were teenagers fucking. <laughs> you know, you go in. Like, it's not the greatest example, but it's just, like, that, that visceral kind of, like. No, I get it. Like, I could see myself in that situation. Like, well, I'm. Not gonna see myself in a in a dream fight with Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. like that. That shit kind of freaks me out. Like like mm, like just anxiety. Like mm, mm. nah, I'm all right with that. Okay, and that's kind of those kind of total lines with those those types of movies that that I listed off. Like as opposed to the supernatural ones, or opposed to the zombie ones. Like there's there's a level of fantasy in those that yeah. I can, like I said, you can disassociate with you know reality. But oh, I'm with some you. of them are a little some of them are a little too close. I, I'm much more of a fan. It's a little of, too like, rap for you, huh? Yeah, of possession and and <laughs> zombies and stuff like that. I mean, like old school slasher stuff is fun because it's so corny and, and ridiculous. Camping, yeah, yeah. Like, I like the over topness. I'm of with the you. Old like even movies. like the new Saw. Like I thought about going to see it, and like I don't know if I really need to or want to. Hostel, Hostel was one where I was like, damn, that was that's like close to real people getting kidnapped. Yeah, and oh, my friend, my, my brother and, and I watched, walked out of the, out really? of the theater. Yeah. Oh, when when the dude was getting the drill, yeah. the drill in the leg, she was like, I can't. And he was like, sorry, dude, I got to go. So it was just me in the movie theater. By myself. My, uh, my brother and I watched those right before uh, we went to Europe and stayed in hostels. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a great decision. Yeah, right on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But oh, man. while we're talking about like horror in general, I was thinking about it the other day, especially going back to like the old like 80s slasher stuff. I, I actually kind of want to equate it to the uh, aristocrats joke. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with it. You guys familiar with the aristocrats joke? I don't think so. Oh, hit me. That's something we need to watch is that aristocrats movie. It's really good. It's so the aristocrats joke. Bob Saget. Do you, do you know the base joke? 
May I? Yeah, go for it. The base joke is there's a family of four, mother, uh, mother, father, uh, son, daughter, the grandma, and the dog. Five? Six. <laughs> I can't do math, okay? That's what I'm doing podcasts. Uh, and they go into a talent agency, and they say, we have an act for you. Talent agency's like, well, I'm about to head out, but okay, go ahead. And they jump right into it. I'm not going to give details because it's a full joke. Should I? I mean, the base joke is like the one punchline, right? So you then describe as dirty a thing as you no, want. No, no, no. The, the base joke is they get on stage and take a shit. Is that the base joke? That, I'm pretty sure that's the base joke. I thought it was just about making it dirty. No, no. The base joke is they get on stage and take a shit. Okay. But then what comedians have done, and there's a whole <laughs> movie about this, comedians have done and turned that take a shit into just describing the longest just most disgusting see how long and, you can go and surprisingly like one of the worst was Bob, Bob Saget. Saget holy shit oh man yeah so we, we put this <laughs> someone needs to write this down we gotta watch this movie because it's so uh, ridiculous but I equate that to horror because the base plot is some supernatural killer shows up people have to survive Dude. like it's such a base plot but then there's this like creative process into turning it into something more and versus like aristocrats where it's just supposed to be gross and funny like you know so gross that it becomes funny like horror it becomes like like this is cool like badass or like but to put that more in context the punchline of the aristocrats is once they're done doing oh yes yes everything they go ha and the talent agent is blown away and says well i've never seen anything like it i i have to ask what is that act called? And they say, the aristocrats. Is it about the punchline? It's about all the fucking gross shit in between yeah. that. And that's, that's a, I like, I like that uh, comparison. Cause that's what horror films are. It's not about the storyline or the end. It's about everything happening in between that can happen. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Cause it's, it's such a formulaic, the, the the old school ones are so formulaic, the final girl, you know, sure. that kind of thing. So it's like, it's just a matter of like, how do you fill that, formula out that makes it kind of an entertaining experience there are a lot a lot of bad horror films out there though that i watched one with a, a pair of killer jeans it's called slacks tell me damn those jeans Ooh, oh, oh they yes. eventually figured out the jeans were uh possessed by like the 13 year old that was in the sweatshop that put them together and she died on the sweatshop as she mm. possessed the jeans and they were killing people that the the haunted item is also one yeah. thing. there's like a haunted hand i think or a haunted organ in some like older movie and if uh anyone knows what the fuck i'm talking idle about. hands no but that With was a young one. jessica alba Ugh. That like oh snaps oh man that, I love oh, the kills in that man. one Idle, Idle hands never seen that one yeah, yeah. What was that nineteen ninety nine yeah sure it, it had to be ninety nine or ninety eight <laughs> I know because I, I remember I'm going sorry. back like Who in cares? high school and like <laughs> um, she was also in another uh, one that, that that was a remake of a of, of a, the Japanese one or something eyes yeah the eye or something like yeah. that oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah the Japanese know how to make the horror film the the original ring. Was solid and the original Grudge, I'm probably oh, those mixing solid. those two. But Ringu. Ringu. I was on the set of the Ring. What? Yeah, they filmed it at the Orange County Register. Nana. When she was like in work to like copy the VHS, so I was a quote unquote film student at that time, yeah. and I worked also there at the Register as an electrician. And 
I was like, oh, you guys are filming a movie? Like, let me get on there. And so I got on there, and then I got yelled at. for My reflection was in the screen, so they made me move. And that's also <laughs> the moment I realized I shouldn't be a film student because that whole <laughs> the whole idea of that is, like, making connections and talking to people. And like, oh. I talked to the electrician on the set, and then, like, I could have totally got off even to the director, which was, what, Gus, Gus Van Sant, I think? Uh, I think I'm not sure. And I just didn't. I didn't talk to anybody. But Naomi Watts did, like, brush up against me, and I was like, yeah pretty much i was just sweating the whole time it was miserable but it was awesome it was cool to see like a movie like that being made speaking of campy horror films though um did you see did you check out the trailers uh that were shown in the exorcist i saw a few of them thanksgiving oh yeah yes okay if nobody's familiar are they actually making a movie out of yes okay yes fucking trailer so way back in the day 2000 and i don't know 15 whatever uh, five um, Grindhouse, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez came out with Grindhouse, and it was Death Proof and Planet Terror. Um, I forget who did what. Death Proof was Quentin Tarantino. Anyways, point being, in between those two movies, because it was a double feature, which was fun as hell, saw that in Uptown, Whittier, um, they had trailers, fake trailers. One was Machete. Yeah, we all know that turned out to be a movie, and they they had, the other one was Thanksgiving, and I didn't know that they were making that into an actual movie, and I for fucking sure want to go see that. That's awesome. I didn't uh, realize that connection. I didn't even think about that connection. That's so cool. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like you know teasing, and it's the opening of the trailer, and then once you see uh, the woman tied up in the familiar turkey position, whatever, and then he like brushes the glaze over her face. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Are they making a Thanksgiving movie? I was like, how do you know that? I'm like, oh, fucking, come on, Thanksgiving set up. And they're like, Thanksgiving. So I'm That's excited awesome. for that one. So fun. Man, anytime I think of anything like that, because when you just mentioned like the glaze, mm-hmm. that reminded me of the movie, um, oh man, uh, the Don't Breathe. Oh. Uh, you remember with the turkey baster? Yeah. Oh, God, that got so... Like ridiculously <laughs> gross. I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's what you got to do these days. But yeah. like, man, and that's a more suspense movie, other than rather than a horror. Mm-hmm. But but did you guys watch part two? Yes. Why are we cheering for him? <laughs> because it's a different movie. Is I feel like because <laughs> <laughs> it's like different people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, I was listening to that episode. I was getting mad again. It's like, fuck this fuck. Fuck this guy. Rudy uh, picked me up today. We were talking about it. (laughs) And we're just sitting in silence. I go, Doug really uh, really fisted that one. I was like, yeah, he got really mad. Got really mad. Yeah, the way I saw it, it was like, a legitimate point. You got mad. At, I, you know, if it was like a regular thing, I, I, then I, I, you get mad, and I go, "Ooh, a button." <laughs> it was like I was looking at something else, and he was like, hey, "That's a legitimate thing." Fuck you! I'm like, "What's going on here?" You got to do this asshole. Oh man, uh, that's funny. But I do feel it's because you know his his story in the first one, so it's. Not saying that you have to have sympathy for him, but just because you know they tried to write it into a movie, you know, where he's not like, quote unquote, the bad guy in a sense. So if you look at it that way, but I mean, it's just one of those things. No spoilers for for that movie, but I did like the way it ended. It ended how it should have ended. Yeah. So there's that. Definitely. Let's go around the table. Let's talk about the Mm -hmm. movies that in your childhood fucking stood with you or maybe if you remember your first I have scary movie that you two, seen. I, I have my childhood one and I probably say mm, man when did this movie come? maybe after high school what was it uh, 
Oh my god, I just went blank right when in you high school said back that. in like what 1985 for you guys? Was that yeah, high school? Exactly. Which you, oh, we graduated oh, in 2000. <laughs> or Jermaine and I were 2000. Yeah. 2000. Yeah. The, the the greatest like year to graduate high school. Anyways. The class of the new yeah. millennium. Right. We're the future. Uh, okay, so for me, respect my emotions. For younger Jermaine, it was fuck your emotions. Freddy Cougar. A Nightmare on Elm Street was the shit that got me. So, <clears throat> because of my family and 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 my older sisters and my cousins, I was the youngest. So, I had to do what, you know, everybody else wanted to do. So, like going to Disneyland and all those, you know, other things. I, I never really got to enjoy the parade or watch Captain EO or any of that stuff. None of that stuff matters. You know, it was just rides. You know, we did this. So when we watch movies, you know, we're, we're watching the scary movies or we're watching all the things, you know, that everybody else wanted to watch. So we would always watch scary movies. It wasn't, you know, like the Disney stuff, you know, anything like that. So I watched like all, you know, like the Freddy movies, uh, the child's play, like all the Candyman. And I was the youngest in the group. So if I wanted to hang out with everybody, that's that's what I had to watch. But for me, out of all the, you know, Jason to Michael Myers, all, all those guys from from that era uh freddy was the one that that scared me the most because <clears throat> he was the one that got you in your dreams and you <laughs> and you had to sleep mm -hmm. there's there's nothing you can do about it and and if you fall asleep it's like damn near that's it mm -hmm. you know and i just remember uh i believe it was the first one where uh, uh the chick was on the bed and she just got like like, you know, like the slash marks. The first kill in the movie. Yeah, like she just got the slash marks, and then she was like, you know, getting like picked up in the air, and she's just screaming, and she's still like, one of the coolest kills. And yeah, just just blood everywhere. But I'm like, he can do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he can get you like that. So it gotcha, was just bitch. yeah. So you know, because I love horror movies to this day because of my childhood. Mm. But I'm not scared of you know them. You know. Um, it's just one of those things if I was ever in that situation in my mind I feel like I can get myself out of it but Freddie was the one that there you there is no get going yourself up. out of, out of no, it? No out of, out of out of all the other ones you know like Chucky oh fuck Chucky yeah. oh yeah yeah it but, gets comical Chucky gets yeah, comical yeah 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 but Freddie was just that one you were gonna go in yeah. his domain you gotta be a no lucid matter dreamer <laughs> Wasn't there one in uh, Dream Warriors Part Three? Yeah, it was or, Dream Warriors. Right now, oh, man, I'm saying three. Like, yeah. They were trying to like mm -hmm. lucid mm -hmm. dream. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter, bro. Freddy gonna oh, get man. ya. And it's, that's the whole like that's sort of the trope of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies is they all figure out well whatever happens that we can bring them out and they they all try to do that and it's motherfucking Freddy Krueger, dude. Yeah. But it's just one of those things because he was like that 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 killer. But he was an asshole, and he had those those one liners, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it was just a thing too. He damn near had that. Uh, oh man, what's the thing that Deadpool has? Like the tune. Uh, uh, what do you call that? Like the tune force, in oh. a sense. In yeah. a sense, because he could do anything. You know, he could stretch his arms out. You know, he could turn you into a pizza. You know, and just eat you. Like <laughs> it was. It was anything goes for Freddy. So it was just one of those. Like I. I also remember. One where the guy was working out, yeah, and Freddie came and like grabbed the 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 bar and just kept pressing it down, and oh. the dude's like arms just 
broke, and it's just one of those things. Gross. I'm just like, my favorite Freddy kill though, in Dream Warriors, mm-hmm. and I think I've talked to other people and they agree because it looks so fucking painful. Is the kids like sleepwalking? Mm-hmm. He was the sleepwalker in that whole like uh, mental institution, mm-hmm. and yeah, Freddy turns him into a puppet by like ripping his tendons, yeah. and he's like, yeah, oh. it's just, yeah. See, although that nurse that scene, got me. That nurse scene, that nurse, sexy mm-hmm. nurse demon scene, that, that woke something up, okay? Early imprinting. <laughs> oh, man. I The kinks are active. I feel so, like, robbed because I watched... <clears throat> wow. People I, I, go back. <laughs> I watched uh, a lot of horror movies like as a kid, but I never watched the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. I was definitely Friday the 13th. I All watched right. a lot of the Jason mm-hmm. Voorhees stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't remember much of it, but I, mm-hmm. I watched Same. a lot of that. I watched... Uh, I got like pretty early on. I got into a lot of the really lame stuff, like slumber party massacres, and like <laughs> all of like. And they're fun. They're fun. I think. I, I mean, to this day, I still just like. Oh, you got a lame movie to watch? I'll fucking watch the lame shit. I'm like fuck, fuck the HBO stuff. Like, give me the yeah. lame shit. So. And we'll we'll talk more about like some of like the lame genre movies later on. But mm. w- do you remember? Uh, well, hold on, Jermaine yeah. had a second. Oh. Uh, I do like those 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 horror movies that are you know like loosely based off of true stories you know and and all that stuff. But this one wasn't necessarily. It was just the hype around it, and it was just a, the the time period. And I just remember the news was reporting on it, and they were had, had articles like on the internet. You know, this was I, I think this was kind of like fresh internet. Um, but the Blair Witch Project. Mm. Oh yeah, it was. It it was so much hype and Speaking lore, of lore around that thing, you know, and I just remember watching it, and I'll never forget the 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 ending, where the dude was in the corner, and you know, it was just one of those things, you know, like you 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 heard the story, and when you see the witch, you know, you you just end up in the corner, and the girl went down there, and she saw his friend in the corner, and it and just just the the. The fact that they said that this thing was, you know, found footage and all that stuff. And he, I think it spawned the found footage. Yeah, I think yeah, it spawned yeah, the yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was talking about this movie. Everybody was hype about this movie. You know, and I just remember uh, getting dropped off at my house. And my house was like the house that was <laughs> behind another house. So I got dropped yeah. off in the street. And then the car just drove off and didn't even wait till I got, you know, oh. got to the door. So I was like, I have to run faster. <laughs> Which is gonna get but me. I never got my key out, you know, so fast that night just, just to get into the house. And my room was at the end of the hallway. So it was another obstacle I had to get down. But, yeah, that movie was one that got me. And <clears throat> another fact about that movie, I heard originally – they had a scene where they were actually going to show the Blair Witch, but something happened. You know, the cameraman was supposed to turn, mm-hmm. but he didn't turn when he was supposed to. And and the fact that that he just kept going just made it more spookier. So mm-hmm. they decided to not show oh, interesting. the Blair Witch. But that was one that was just a lot of things that was going around at the time. I'm a fan, I'm a fan of not... Not needing to chill the monster. Yeah. I think, Bird box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about it in the Aliens episode. We talked a little bit about Blair Witch because we brought up, like, the fourth kind. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah. But just to go back to it, was anyone, when Blair Witch came out, did anyone think it was real? I did. I did. Was it? Yeah, I, 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 was, I, yeah, I, because that whole concept yeah. of fake found footage, 
I, I was re- I just remember seeing the advertisements and it was certainly early internet. I thought it was real. Say. Yeah, it yeah. was early was internet. Like, so like early like stuff you'd see online was mm-hmm. was very much like this was found footage. They just found this and they did ninety nine and they're showing yeah. us what they found. Mm-hmm. I thought that shit was real. Speaking of early internet, and this is completely random and not related to spookiness. But do you guys know what the very first like online movie trailer or website was or anything? No. Star Trek Generations. There we go. <laughs> bring it back. Old joke. Wow, bring in Star Trek man. all the time. Gotcha. How <laughs> dare you bring Star Trek into our fucking yeah, horror themed thing? I'm actually not mad though, nor disappointed. <laughs> That's impressive. Bring, bring it back. It's, do we have like an opposite of a shame bell? Do we have like a ding appreciation or fanfare or something? I mean, this, that is, was this is episode 25. Also, I fuck think, you, but I, think I abandoned the Star Trek thing like at episode like eight or something like nope, that. But you, you brought it back last episode. Yeah. I try. I think you, I don't know if you heard me in the back. I was like, "Son of a bitch, you doing it again? Yeah. Here we go." He gets his little little bites in every once in a while. I like, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the, the damn sound queued up, but if I did, it would, it would be put your shit back on. Star Trek time, baby. Star Trek time, baby. Douglas, what did little Douglas get scared of? Oh man, uh, there was. I'm thinking back to it for some reason, like killer clowns from outer space, I think freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> and it's such like, a, yeah, it's, it's a good classic movie, creepy. but I think like the cotton candy thing freaked me out. Like just getting turned into a cotton candy, like cocoon and then just dissolving inside of it. Like that really freaked me out. There was a movie called phantasm. I think there was like three of them. Mm, yeah, and there was once yeah. like those spheres and just like flying and there's like, blam, like, yeah. knives into the skull like that the creepy tall man freak you out yeah the creepy tall man I think that really bugged me um, we saw that one a couple of years like two three years back because that was on before this podcast existed but it was on, on my list of movies I hadn't seen oh cool yeah eh. yeah and then uh, I think I mentioned before like just uh, Luke Luke finding the Rancor in Star Wars Return of the Jedi <laughs> really freaked me out as a child oh, it's one of my earliest that. memories <laughs> Same thing with with uh, with with Nightmare on Elm Street. As a kid, I was afraid of the dark because of Freddy Krueger. I was afraid to go to the bathroom because of Freddy Krueger all the time. But I wanted to ask you earlier. You said it of like rushing to get your keys into the. Th- have, you get, have we all done that? You get freaked out by something like you feel like there's this like lar- dark looming thing behind you, and you mm-hmm. have to try to quickly you know get your door open. You're like, ah. I I don't know. Like, I done that as an adult after a scary movie. Oh no, I I don't know if I've ever really been too freaked out. Like because I. My job sometimes, uh, my job now, but I always kind of work summer because, you know, my dad owns a company and sometimes we'd be working in like some old, like abandoned buildings and stuff like that, or like buildings that are getting like torn down in a way. Mm-hmm. And there's been a couple times I've just been like, God, this is kind of freaky, but never like too, too crazy. Oh yeah. Now that I'm older, like I'm, I'm not, you know, scared of anything, but it, it's, it's just younger Jermaine was one of those. I would go in my, well, leave my room to go into the kitchen, you know, get a snack. And it's just one of the click, 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 all the lights. And then when I'm done, <laughs> click, click, I got to turn off all the lights and I run to my room and close the door. You know, those social media videos now where, you know, you I post them all the time. Yeah. Where they turn off the yeah. lights, you know, and then they got to run upstairs, you know, and then there's that shadow. Yeah. That's what you imagine in your head when you're younger, you know, d- there's just this thing that's after you, but it's nothing there. You By know, the way, you just think. I love the new trend of those videos where they make it seem like analog. Yeah. So yeah, it feels yeah. like that yeah. 80 creepy yeah. horror thing. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Cause I, yeah, man, I, I can't really remember. I probably like, I was kind of like 11 where I started to, you know, not get scared mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. things. 
Although, here's a fun one. I used to get scared in the first part of uh, the Thriller uh, music video where he's turning into a werewolf. Yeah. I couldn't walk by the TV. I heard that. I would freak out. It would scare me. I have one more childhood one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not really scary. Not in that like uh, jump scare kind of way. But X-Files. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about yeah. already? Season four, episode two, Home. It was banned for three years after it aired the one time. <laughs> and I was I was at my grandma's, I think, watching it. And it was just, I, I recently just rewatched it. I, I had to because I wanted to be able to talk about it. Mm. And even now, I was like, God, this is a freaky episode. Tell me about mm. it. Basically, like, these kids playing baseball, like, find a dead body and ends up being, like, a little dead baby, super deformed. And it turns out, like, there's this family that's just been there, like, inbreeding. And so, like, they're kind of like that big incest monster mm-hmm. deformed, like, people. And oh, like the hill, ha- the hills have eyes, people. Yeah, you know, the barbarian. But kind they of find out too? a little bit. Yeah, barbarian touched on that too. Yeah. But Floppy they characters. find out like, like obviously like Mulder and Scully, like oh, there's a baby. That means they must have a woman trapped here because like all they knew about was like the brothers. Mm. And they go and they find this like lady with like missing legs and like one missing arm like under the bed, and it turns out like that's their mom. That they just keep under the bed and they pull out to bang and like oh, she doesn't want to leave because she wants man, the family hot. line. <laughs> kidding. She wants the family line to like keep going. Oh wow! And like it was. It was banned for a minute. It was banned for three years. Whoa! Like they showed it once, and then I think even after the three the years, like I think it was what? very much just like <laughs> it was at the time. It was like every and I remember watching it just like what the fuck because it, it was. It was very scary. Like they were jumping out. Like it was very tense at the end. Like some cops that were helping Mulder and Scully were getting killed. There was like traps in the house. Like when they went in, like it was all in all, like it was a creepy, it was a creepy idea mm-hmm. and it was a scary episode. Um, yeah. I would just go watch that. I, I honestly kind of want to go back and watch a lot of the X-Files because I still really like the idea of that show. What season and episode number again? I think it was season four, episode two. It was called home. Yeah. The first X Files uh, episode to receive a viewer discretion is, is advised. Warning. That's yeah. how you know you've done something right. It, that's what, <laughs> it's a, a little bit of an offshoot, but that's what's always funny is like you have network television, you kind of like push the, the the boundaries or whatever, push the envelope, and then you have you know like we were just talking about Gen V and the boys. Like Jesus, you oh, know, yeah. warning every fucking episode of, of Gen V is <laughs> horny, and I'm like, dang. Who the fuck is writing this? I'm into it, but fuck, dang. I said it makes it more realistic. <laughs> sure. Um, the thing about X-Files for me as a kid was I, I don't have any specific episode, but it was like the overall atmosphere mm-hmm. of the creepiness. As soon as my brother would, my brother's your guys' age, and uh, he would watch that regularly. Anytime I would hear the opening... I was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm out freaking. I, it probably wasn't anything freaking on screen, but it was just like everything's so darkly lit. Yeah, I tried to go back and watch it. I just I couldn't get back on board. Me and my sister, we used to like to watch. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? Like mm. I like that intro uh, music. How it was creepy with all the visuals yeah. and all that stuff. They're bringing that back. Actually, this was the time we're recording. By the time it came out, it's be last week. The new Goosebumps with Jason Long as Arlstein. I don't know. Look it up, people. Um, yeah, they, they they bring back some of the scary stuff. Like, mm-hmm. are you afraid of the dark? They brought that back. They have another 
other kid's creepy thing. But Rudy, let's go back into your psyche. Whatever. Let's help figure out why you hate (laughs) scary stuff. I don't really have any standout. Fuck you. Horror movies when I was younger. Like, I I remember watching a handful of uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Like, what's that one big dude? Jason? Mm-hmm. What are the movies called? Friday, oh, Friday the 13th. 13th. Friday the 13th. <gasps> Which tomorrow yeah. is Friday the 13th. Like, I remember so seeing... many people are going to get their $5 tattoos tomorrow or whatever oh, their $20 yeah. tattoos. Or oh, my wife has a bunch of, yeah. <laughs> from that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> I told her to get uh, Mr. Mr. Poopy Butthole. It is hilarious. Do you have um, some too? Just the one. Oh. Um, but none of them really left like an impression. Like my whole thing when I was younger was when I was alone. Cause you know, yeah. people would go off, fuck off and do whatever. And they leave me home all the time. Cause I was a responsible kid. And it was just the, the, the little, like just random noises. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, fuck it. Every light in the house is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Doors are locked. And I'm standing there with the fucking uh, butter knife. Like, the fuck is happening like why are all these like why why do you not hear all these noises when everyone's around and then when you're by yourself you hear every fucking one yeah because because you're by yourself and you're just your your mind starts to play these games on you here's a major hype attack callback i felt really safe in my upstairs this fucking upstairs okay it's been however it's been however many episodes and i had all that time to forget about it he gets mad about uh uh oh different people and he brings about the fucking upstairs things you goddamn different son of a rich person mother i'm okay i was gonna mention it when he just mentioned he's like oh yeah i i work for my dad's company i was gonna be like oh yeah you upstairs i'm letting it go That'll be the name of the, the Hype Attack Horror Short movie. It'll be Downstairs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and just every 20 minutes, he flashes the people upstairs just having a good old time. <laughs> not, not scared or anything like that. Drinking port and yeah. fucking playing video games. Yeah, I got my three, my three PS2s going upstairs because all my friends are over. And you know what, though? Like, to be entirely honest, uh, because we grew up as downstairs people, as a kid, should I ever encounter an upstairs house it did freak me out stairs freaked me out because i wasn't used to it i was just you know a downstairs person i mean so many like horror movies have used the stairs as a as a kill effectively yeah. i'm afraid of them yeah. but then but then you know i grew up and got into pest control and got into like creepy houses and creepy attics and creepy basements and mm-hmm. none of it fucking phases me anymore mm-hmm. but there was one time when I, and i later want to go into scary stories but there was one time where uh, we visited a friend's place who she was reporting seeing or experiencing supernatural stuff. And I am a skeptic, big time. I even went over one time to try to debunk and help figure it out. Like, oh, it's just the rattling of the pipes or a branch hitting the window. For the fucking life of me, I could not debunk it. Mm -hmm. I listened to the audio that she had recorded. Nothing. I was there for at least an hour or so. If couldn't figure it out, and I'm not exactly chalking it up to you know supernatural stuff, but it has started. That was a couple of years ago. It kind of started to open up my, drop my guards and open up my perspective on maybe maybe there are some things out there. Well, of course, you spent a whole fucking hour on it. I mean, you know, a solid hour. <laughs> it was a small apartment. <laughs> I. Uh, By the way, since then she has yet again started to experience stuff hmm. um my parents house we had multiple family members like relatives not at the same time like 
different different visiting you know moments mention like oh i feel something in this house or i see something Dude. and like you know I me feel especially at a young people. age <laughs> i know no I, yeah, upstairs i was totally safe it i feel just, downstairs people upstairs <laughs> yeah it's, just, it's jermaine at the bars <laughs> um but please sir i do remember at the house like because we had they were pretty big back in the day the lights were like they didn't have the knob or the button you just like touch the light right did you yeah. guys ever see those we had one of those like just turn on which i'm assuming was like i don't know dust or the wind or something hit it but, but i do remember that like the starts. lights turning on and then i do remember like seeing god you guys are gonna hate me when i was out oh, swimming in our pool jesus i know <laughs> I, I had a pool okay okay above ground yes there you go <laughs> um I do remember like seeing stuff out of the corner of my eye. So as a kid, like there was a like I'm really surprised I wasn't afraid of the dark more because like there was a lot of moments that I would legitimately like see something and be like, huh, okay, there's that. And then it it never really scared me too much, but I just I remember being freaked out about. I mean, hell, even recently in this house, I think I told you the other day about I was playing uh, I was playing video games and I like something hit my back because I lean forward a lot. Like if the game is hard and it's getting serious, right? Feet on the floor, lean forward right. and something hit my back and I turned expecting to see your dog, Ellie, like had jumped up or something like that. She rarely jumps up from behind like that, but I, I turned to either that or like, maybe you were like trying to get my attention and no one was there. And like, I was like, well, okay. That was fucking weird, but oh, whatever. I tend to aim a little lower if I'm trying to get your attention. Hey. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> Going back to my friend's apartment, last year we went over to go watch the Halloween smash hit Hocus Pocus 2. Fuck off. A terrible movie. Very bad. I went to go use her bathroom, and she had a bedroom door open, and it's dark in there. And I have not been afraid of the dark in years. Probably since I was, I don't know, last time was probably I was like 11 years old. I don't know. And the feeling that I got, like that that classic dread that I used to feel as a kid. Maybe when you're younger, maybe you're sensitive to things. I don't know. But I couldn't explain it. And after walking out of her bathroom, I sort of paused. And it's that feeling of, mind you, we're watching a dumb, campy movie. Mm. Hocus Pocus, part two. And I like feel that those eyes on you from her bedroom in the darkness. I hadn't had that feeling. I'm getting chills now. I hadn't had that feeling in years. Haven't had it since. I couldn't explain it, and I like scuttled and scurried away. Is that where she keeps her like quadriplegic uncle? Probably. <laughs> I'm gonna put you in the room when the guests are over. But um, I didn't up. see I'm any. Sorry in- to our quadriplegic <laughs> listeners. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Bob. Quad sided butt plug. Sorry to all the Bobs and Mats. <laughs> and arts huh? anyways and uh i didn't tell my friend or my wife what i was feeling <laughs> in the moment until like afterwards and my wife is more sensitive to some of that stuff than i am and i used to again was a skeptic she's a vampire bro she's absolutely a vampire <laughs> i'm pretty sure we some i summoned her and that's i unfortunately got married but um, when I brought the drive home, I brought it up to her. She like slowly looked at me and was like, I felt something too. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. That's bullshit. No, let's get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in any of that. 
she will have moments where because she she knows kind of not to bring it up to me anymore because I just go oh it was uh twas some bad mustard or you know whatever the fuck right <laughs> and uh and those moments when she gets together with like a friend of ours and or my mom and my sister who have had their history of you know precognitive dreams or bad things happening and seeing stuff and you know there's no such thing as what is it um mass hallucination mm-hmm. so when they're all reporting seeing the same fucking thing i'm like <laughs> i can't explain that one <laughs> you know and um a couple of years back we went to victorville to go visit my uh my uncle and i have not been in that house for jesus christ i was, I was little since the last time i've been there and um unfortunately my aunt had passed away from covid uh i think a year prior to that Nothing of it. Family, I think it was Father's Day. We're all having a good time, having drinks and stuff. You know, and you kind of go to a certain part of the house, they feel a little icky, you know? And I'm like, whatever. And it was until afterwards, again, on the drive home, that my wife was talking to my sister, and then they had that feeling of dread, and then my mom was feeling something, and then everyone else starts telling their stories of my uncle saw, like, a a possible light that could have been the spirit of my aunt floating through the room, and I'm like, Jesus fucking hell. Maybe this, I don't know, maybe there's something to this. Does anybody else have stories or people they know that experience something that maybe you just couldn't explain? Oh, not, not, no. Like why girls don't like you, Doug? I, no, I, I know. Because I love you. <laughs> Thanks. Just undiagnosable burning sensations. <laughs> Other than that. I do. I, I, none of our family is very uh, sensitive to the paranormal. I do want to put it out there, though, since it is spooky season, to everyone listening, please hit us up in the comment section and in the DMs. I want to hear everyone's supernatural stories because yeah. everybody, everybody has them. Yeah. I, I'm, again, I'm less of a skeptic. I'm still there, but there's just some things I, I can't, I just can't explain. Hmm. Not, not supernatural, but I do have another scary movie yeah. or scary, not movie, scary uh, moment in my life. Totally. Um, caused by myself. Do you know Black Star Canyon? You might be more familiar mm-hmm. with it. Black Star Canyon's a canyon kind of local here in Orange County, but there was always rumors of it being haunted or there's aliens or there's white supremacist neo-Nazis out there. Like It's just a bad area, yeah. but it's a cool hiking spot. All the above. Yeah, it's probably all <laughs> of the above. We and, have one of those in Whittier. Oh, nice. Turnbull Canyon. Oh, fuck. That's fun. That place is creepy. Um, I mean, to the point, like, I've always wanted to make, like, a horror movie set in mm-hmm. Black Star. Um, I'm on board. Let's do but this. But I went, I was with some girls, and, like, late at night, I was like, oh, let's drive out to Black Star. And it, you literally start driving on a dirt road, and it's, like, middle of nowhere kind of thing. So we're driving. It's like, God, this it's and it's creepy. Like, if you've ever been, like, on a dirt road at night, like, your lights don't light up too much. Anyway, I stopped and just turned off the lights. Mm-hmm. They got scared. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. I was like oh no this is fucking creepy yeah and we're like let's get out and we got out and was just like this is fucking creepy Mm -hmm. because you know it's like we're in still like in orange county so like Mm -hmm. light pollution doesn't allow like a lot of the starlight or the moonlight so it's very fucking dark when you get out of the car in those situations and it was definitely just like i didn't know what would have come out at us at that point i mean there are mountain lions and stuff but i was just like Mm, no this isn't this isn't it it's one of those mo- <laughs> moments where you kind of get reminded of maybe not your mortality but of your like insignificance maybe yeah. he, he was a boy from the simpsons <laughs> uh-huh. 
we're in danger. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was like, let's, let's get back in the car. And then I might have told the story before on the podcast, but there was another night uh, where I think Dave was driving my brother. And yeah, we had a couple girls with us and we we're like, oh, let's cruise through the cemetery because my parents' house isn't too far from uh, a cemetery there in uh, Santa Ana. And we're kind of cruising through middle of the night and it's like, oh, it's creepy. It's a, it's a cemetery, blah, blah, blah. And like we're creeping along very slowly, slowly, slowly. And then fucking Dave just wails on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> jeez, Dave. <laughs> yeah, jeez, Dave. And oh my God, even I jumped like, <laughs> oh shit. It was it like, because, you know, and, and, you know when, you, when girls are with you, you know, you're like, I think I feel at least me like you kind of get more into it right because they're getting creeped yeah, out yeah. and like you're like oh yeah it's creepy creepy it's a motherfucker <laughs> that scared the shit out of me I have a creepy story but not a supernatural story <laughs> a few years back my friend uh, I'm not gonna name him because I don't want to like get him in trouble but he uh, he it was a sort of like glorified security guard he's like police officer and would sort of be in charge of like watching over the abandoned portion of this hospital. And when I found out that he essentially had the keys to it, I was like, bro, so I can do some urban exploring. Let's check it out. He's like, absolutely. Come by this day, this time at night. Let's go right around and check it out. You're probably going to run into a bum or two, you know, wear some, some uh, thick shoes. You might step on some, <laughs> you know, dirty hyperdipped needles. And so I go in my Dexter attire and um, it is a creepy hospital. Um, we have to go. You have to go through like a long hallway with you know creepy blinking lights, and then you go to the elevators, which fortunately, unfortunately, are still working. You go in there, and instead of taking you to the floor where you want to go, which we wanted to go to the very top and then make our way down, this fucking elevator had a mind of its own and decided to, oh, I don't know stop on every floor, every other floor, and then open up randomly. Awesome. To like a scarier floor and a scarier floor, and it's dark and there's nothing out there. Like, we're we're there. In, it's a hospital. There has to be some hauntings. I have to see something. I really wanted to see something. Actually, that was a year that I fucked around with the Ouija board, and I'll get to that one in a second. And you're getting every floor, and the elevator, elevator doors sometimes open, and they sometimes don't. And I'm nervously looking at my friend going, dude, are we going to get stuck in here? Are we going to be the new ghosts? Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> Short story long, though. We explore everywhere. And I then realize, you know what? I, nothing's going to happen. There's nothing around the corner. As creepy as everything looks, as much as I would love to film some kind of scary stuff, it's already set up for it. Uh, there's nothing happened. So I then ended up um, trying to freak out my wife and our friend and successfully did. Uh but fortunately, never saw anything creepy. The mm. the um, where do they have the babies? Maternity ward. Maternity ward. That is pretty creepy when it's abandoned like mm. that. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Another. Uh, if we're just telling scary moments, I was playing a video game called Fear Two. I don't know if you guys ever played it. I never played oh, Fear yeah. One. I played mm. Fear One. Okay. Fear Two. One was a damn good game. The AI of the enemies in that game was like known throughout the gaming industry. Like it, it was one of the first games to really put uh, artificial intelligence into the the. Uh, it was a first person shooter game, and the enemies would like know to like, well, this isn't working, and like change positions, try to flank you, or like fall back and get into cover. So that made it like a hard game. But the game itself was like a scary game, 
And there was a moment when at one point of the game, these like weird skinless, like humanoid creatures that like crawled on the wall just started like swarming me. So fucking freaky, right? <laughs> and, that, and it was intense. Like I was barely surviving. And that's what makes like, I guess, scary video games much different than like a scary movie because it's like you have to try to survive as this creepy jump scare stuff is happening and i'm you know i'm backing up my usual video game strategy of just back up saying shit 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 <laughs> uh, you know blasting the shotgun away or something like that and i finally like cleared it all i remember taking like one breath like okay you know because i was tense holding everything in as i'm like shit 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 click click, click. and then like <sighs> and this was when i was at the apartment in tustin Right after that breath, the neighbors above me dropped something heavy on the floor. <laughs> I love it. And it was late at night. You know, I, I was probably playing close to midnight. Just And, like, I got that breath, and I was still very tense from that scary scene. And then just, go-goom, from above. And I was like, fuck! It scared the shit out of me. Speaking of video games, uh, before we get into movies that have maybe scared us as adults... Um, you got to name your video games. You guys are gamers. What freaked you out? You got fear. So I think I was a, a pretty big fan of the of that survival horror genre with, with the games. I'm Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Dead Space. Dead Space especially because the monsters on that one were like mutated humans. Mm-hmm. And the fucking imagination that went into those things. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're coming at you. And it's not like a... A standard, like, just keep pumping them full of bullets until they die or, like, hit them with the headshots. Like, you have to, like, you have to take them apart. Like, you can shoot at the, the trunk all you want, but the, the limbs are going to keep fucking pulling the whole thing towards you. Yeah. And you have to, like, cut their limbs off and then, like, finally get close enough and stomp the shit out of it. You know, that, those games, especially Silent Hill, because I remember getting that game and I'm like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's, you know, creepy. It has a, a, a cool look to it. Put it in, turn off all the lights. At that point, I was living in a house where my room was separate from the main house. Like, you had to walk outside and then walk into my room. So, no, no possible noise from, from the main house. It was all dark. Damn near pitch black, and I'm playing this shit in my little futon. And it was just the experience of it scared the holy shit out of me. <laughs> but since I was fucking armed, and like, or I had a knife or had a bat or whatever... <laughs> Really mechanics were it. I think I tolerated that a little bit more because yeah. I could fight back. It was mostly like supernatural monsters too, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. But that and Resident Evil, especially because of my first horror survival games, just left such an impression. Just the jump scares in that thing, like you're playing along and it's fucking like low light, creepy music's, you know, like toned down a little bit, and Great all of a sudden fucking one. something pops out of it and it's yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm the controller like over my head, like like you know, I, I go from here to ah, yeah. and I'm like trying to play like this, like the back, just spraying with everything I have, and, and those games like you had to manage your your ammo and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. Like the, this this monster is getting the whole clip, <laughs> even after the music like fades out and it's dead and it's like twitching and the the blood puddle is probably I'm like. Ah, just dry firing the shotgun that I have, like, like yeah. th- those were cool. I think because it was interactive as opposed to just sitting there and watching it happen. Yeah. Do you feel the original Resident Evil games were more scary or the newer ones? I have my answer to that. It took like I started with Resident Evil Two, 
And that I think that was more action based than the first one because when I finally played the first good. one and you're in that mansion in the those in the, the forest. Yeah. The first two were both still camera though, right? It was like yeah. every like it was still camera camera set at a specific angle and you walked in like mm-hmm. which I think allowed for those jump scares so much more. And I never played those original ones. My brother did though, and I just remember sitting there watching them, and it was still that experience because there was those jump scares. There was still those those moments. Like it, it was such a good combination of, yeah, jump scares and like the intense, mm-hmm. you know, moments where it's not necessarily a jump scare, but like yeah, there's a few zombies coming at you, yeah. and you're stuck in the corner, and you know, exact if you haven't uh, maintained your ammo well, like you know, make every shot fucking yeah. count. See, I feel like the original ones were more scarier because of how me and Rudy described the movement of those things are like tanks. Yeah. So because of the mechanics of the game, how you move, you can't really run like how you can run in the newer ones. Does it kind of remind you like when you run in a dream? Almost in a sense, you know, you just want to, Get out of there as fast as you can, but like, you know you, you want to book around the corner, but like you, you walk to <laughs> to the turn and then you go, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you start yeah, running that little again, tank like turn. It's right there. So it's just one of those things. I feel like the original one was scary, just just because of the movement dynamics. But I never got around to playing Resident Evil when I was a kid because it was my brother system game system and i would watch i would always watch him play games mm-hmm. and it was always me bugging when can i get a turn uh but that one freaked me out but i still enjoyed watching mm-hmm. and being creeped mm-hmm. out and just that look that that it's sort of like you're running around mm-hmm. like a matte painting almost yeah you know right yeah um, in a sense. but it wasn't until later on when it, they came out on the ds and i know it's not the same thing but i still got to sort of enjoy it yeah. secondhand for me it's uh, the same as rudy um I like the Resident Evil franchise a lot. It did have some jump scares, but one particular game that's not necessarily a, a, a horror genre game is uh, uh, Prince of Persia 2. Uh, man, what was it called again? Because uh, the first one was Sands of Time, and then the second one was um, when he had to go back to fight uh, Kylina, the Empress of Time. Damn, I can't believe I forgot the name of that. But anyways, so... The Shadow and the Flame. (laughs) um, So in the game, because the prince changed his destiny in the first uh, game because he messed with the Sands of Time, so now he has to go back to the island because he's cursed. So there's this thing that's after him that's called the the Haka. And as you're playing that game, you could be doing anything, you know, all of a sudden the Dahaka busts through the walls like the Kool-Aid man, and you got to (laughs) run and escape this thing. And it's just the music behind it, and you got to run. You know, you're running on walls. You got to jump through obstacles. Uh But it's just the fear. Like, you're playing the game. I'm like, oh, what's this? And then, and I'm like, oh, just like you guys, shit, 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 shit. And I'm using the sand dagger. You die sometimes, or you fall, or you Uh miss something, and you got to, you know, rewind time but you're just like right back in the game and those those moments right there are warrior within yeah the warrior within yes i I played those games i remember that now i don't know again because i don't game i don't know if there's any games that have that type of thing where something just like i don't know where starts chasing you there's a few yeah diablo 4 uh was just dropped which 
feel so bad because I honestly forget it, forget it exists every once in a while. I haven't played Zelda in two months. Um, but Diablo Four introduced like the Butcher, which is a character that has been around, but he'll just randomly show up, <laughs> and and you're questing. And I can't imagine how it feels for anyone playing on hardcore mode. Hardcore mode, if your character dies, it's dead. Just delete. Mm-hmm. Like you start over, well, and and. I can't imagine how that feels. Just like, oh, butcher's here. Like, fuck me. Like, oh. it's a hard, it's a hard fucking fight that you got to be like on top of your game. There are some games. They're more like internet games now that utilize the liminal. You guys are familiar with liminal spaces. It's what uh, kids call the back rooms, right? Oh, okay. An empty Sears, and it's because it's empty. It should be filled with stuff, and it just doesn't feel right. Liminal spaces. YouTube those it's they get, can get pretty creepy, but these these internet games uh, sort of utilize the liminal spaces, and at times like shadow thing is chasing you through the halls. Mm-hmm. And the entire time you're doing that, like with Haka, is you're like no ch 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 ch, and uh, funny enough, a friend of mine uh, sent me one, but it was Michael Jackson chasing you, <laughs> <laughs> but you would hear it like amplifying and be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> and it's, it's stupid but it's still fucking got my heart beating mm-hmm. just watching the, the video i'll have to send it to you guys yeah. there's a lot of like newer games that are like kind of creepy and really lean into that like five nights at freddy which the movie is coming out this month mm-hmm. i think i never played the game but i know like a lot of younger kids like played it and like said it was pretty freaky and well my nephew speaking of dead space uh my nephew just started to play dead space and he fucking loves five nights, five nights at freddy i know nothing about it but i'm probably gonna end up taking them and go check it out yeah, the movie looks entertaining enough. Yeah. I, I wish I'd played the game and maybe I'd be a little bit more excited about it. I think there's a VR version of the game now, which... Oh. Speaking of VR, there was... It wasn't, like, jump scary. I've, I've played some VR games that have done jump scary because definitely VR has potential to be, like, some hardcore scary stuff. I think even some of the early VR experiences before they were really making games out of it was just, like, look around and something jumps out at you and it's creepy. But um, there was a game called... Ch- transference that essentially was a escape room kind of thing but it was like set inside a house and you're in this vr thing and like once you once you're in a vr world for a while you actually kind of like your mind starts at least for me it's like you're there right especially if it's a well done thing and in this game at one point like you start kind of seeing ghost and like this kid was popping up and and you know you'd kind of like you'd see him you go through and I, it, I wasn't too creeped out by that. But then at some point he like the ghost appears in front of you and like tells you something or whatever, and then walks through you. Mm-hmm. And I got so much chills <laughs> when that happened because again, I'm, I'm one of these people that like really get into the VR, like, you know, where it's like yeah. I duck my head because I'm going to hit something or whatever. And to like, it really felt like, this thing walked through me at that point moment. And I was like, man, that was, that was a creepy experience. So I think it's safe to say that everybody that, you know, is a spooky person is always looking for that scare, whether it be me searching, you know, ghosts in a hospital building or VR, but like, we want that immersive, safe experience of being scared. Mazes. I've, throughout the years, I've done my share of you know Halloween Horror Nights, uh, the Queen Mary, whatever uh, Halloween mazes, not Scary Farm. I think is my favorite. But I want to work there one one 
uh, spooky season. But go ahead, continue. My favorite, my favorite uh, cast member for the the uh, not scary farm is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I blanked out. What is her name? <gasps> Captain Steuben? No, you, you know what I'm talking about. Where she's like, tie your shoes. Tie your shoes. Oh, I've seen that video. I didn't know there was a name. I mean, obviously, there's a name to that person. Bobbins. But, okay. I think her name is Bobbins. Sorry. But throughout the years, they, they got overly populated, heavily crowded. And I can't remember the last time, like, the intent of being scared. You know, I, I don't remember the last time I got scared. It was usually, like, even asked my wife. We're usually, like, laughing throughout the mazes going, like, oh, that's a cool effect over there. Ha, ha, ha. And then it's usually like a cast member in the the hood that's just waiting around the corner to guide people out through the exit. You turn the corner, ah, you know. But the actual thing that's supposed to scare you never fucking works. So it was always throughout the years, I was always looking for that maze to scare you. And then I found one, and I won't do mazes anymore. I'm all <laughs> mazed out, little bitch. <laughs> Do you want to try this one? Oh no, I know the story. I know the story, and I'm not. I'm not ready for it. No, I would never do it. A friend of mine, uh, (laughs) Amanda, Mrs. Mrs. Harry Poor Sparks, um, for her birthday, which is coming up. Happy birthday, Amanda! You're probably not listening. She was like, "Hey, we're gonna do this maze called the Seventeenth Door. Um, Have you heard of it?" Said no, but I'm on board. Cool. Of course, I researched it, and I was like, whoa, this is great, because it feels like that safe maze type of thing, and, and it's really immersive, and ooh, you have to sign a waiver, because they can, they can touch you, and they can push you around, and they can tase you, and they can shoot pellets at you. Wait, what the fuck is this? You know? And you watch a couple of videos, and you're like, I got this. It's not going to really hurt you or nothing like that. I'm on board. So we went. And we paid for the bonus like field trip thing where they take you to an empty parking lot in this van, uh, an empty parking lot, empty Sears parking lot in front of uh, Knott's Berry Farm. And you do this sort of like side quest, side quest thing that was sort of like Breaking Bad and prison themed. And as you're running around like this cargo, these cargo containers that are fashioned into like this maze, you're like, okay, you have to hide from the, the, the cast member who's trying to chase you. And nothing has settled in just yet. You're thinking, okay, you know, it's like playing hide and seek. <laughs> so I'm hiding behind a container. I'm like, there's really not a lot of places to hide. So my side and my butt's kind of sticking out. And you hear him walking, and you hear him rattling his chains and nails and whatever. And in a moment, you just feel a jolt of electricity in your side. This motherfucker tased me. And as soon as that happened, I was like, this is not your regular, your typical maze. I don't know what the fuck I got myself into. <laughs> and from then on out, throughout the entirety of that like field trip portion, the adrenaline was up. And that whole thing, you know when you're watching a horror film and you're like, don't go in there. Ah, dumb bitch. <laughs> I would have done this completely differently. You know, you're, you're Monday morning quarterback in this shit. No, when you're adrenaline, I pushed my sister out of the way. I fucking fell to the ground. I fucked up my, my wrist. I mean, like, you're oh, we tr- got to kill Isaac in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, continue. That's all I took from that story. I thought I was going to be like all cool and collected. Dude, I lost my shit. I'm, I'm first out the door getting uh, chased and getting tased. I got tased a handful of times. 
And like other people who are also laughing and think this is going to be fun, they get tased and like, oh no, what the fuck is this? Now, you can pay for what they call a bitch stick, which is a necklace, a, a, a glow stick on a necklace. Like and- I was like extra DLC, <laughs> extra extra payment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so that you don't get tased. I mean, the the things that they do. Surprisingly, nobody got none of the actors got punched, uh, but it it's it gets fucking close. So. Uh, we're all freaked out. Thus ends a field trip. We come back to like the main setup, the main maze, and we're primed and we're ready to go. Now, everyone that sees us come back to like where the main gathering thing in the line is, they're looking at us and they see that we're like freaked out and wide-eyed and shaking. And and mind you, they haven't paid for the the bonus field trip, so they're all happy and go lucky the way that we were at the start of everything. And so when you know the it's 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 prison thing. So as the the guard uh, the cast members the guards are like, all right, now get up on the fucking wall, put your hands up, don't fucking move. And we did, and nobody moved. And we were there for a good five ten minutes. And when another cast member is like, what are you guys doing? Like they said not to move. We're like, no, he's fucking with you. You can put your arms down because we already were were tormented. We were already tased. We're in it. This is the maze of all mazes. <laughs> So the t- 17th door, I think it's about like an hour-long experience, and each door, 17 of them, um, it gets progressively worse. Some of it is um, psychological torment. Some of it's physical. Um, some of it, nothing's really going to happen. Some of it's a combo of the both. Um, and I'm not going to go through each door, but there's parts where you get like your hair and eyebrow shaved. I got my shit shaved. They sit you down, they shave you. They, you go through some parts where like some big fat like <laughs> it's like a whole shower scene. Big fat like dudes all wet, and he's like rubbing upon you. So you, they get handsy, hot, hot. <laughs> it's gross. Um, you have like a whole spinning room, a la Inception. Like that was fun. Some rooms where the walls are electrified, and they will zap you if you touch them. Uh, another one where the ceiling's coming down. Um, there, one of my favorite ones that was actually pretty creative, uh, and it was all purely psychological. Is like. You know, this bum, this bum is like, hey, come on down over here to my little camp out and stuff. And, and like, you know, it's like his little camp and Hot. you're sitting on an apple box and a milk crate. Oh, I thought he said apple bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I just got reinterested. And then you hear like a, a horn honking. And you turn and the tarp comes off and this car and headlights are just barreling oh. at you. It's just a chassis on a track. But it's fucking realistic and and I jumped out of my seat and like fell to the ground like it was really impressive <laughs> there's other parts where they line you up in a shooting uh, um, a fire uh, shooting squad style and you get hit with like some fucking hard foam pellets um, and then you finally get a chance to actually, actually shoot other people um, what else this is in Buena Park this is in Fullerton oh, yeah Buena Park yeah I think it was, it, it was, it was like a while I've ago. Never heard of like this. years ago. Yeah, no, it's it's been around for a little while, hmm. and I've always seen it, and I've just like I've heard you get like drenched in blood, like no. Bug, well, you back in the day, like bugs thrown at you, and stuff I got like bugs that. thrown on me. Yeah, but I'm a bug guy, so I'm like, nah, whatever. We're gonna do. If it was bed bugs, I'm like, fuck you guys. Oh, by the way, you can also yell mercy at the beginning of any room, and then just pass. You know, go on through. The the room that uh, there's two rooms that suck the most. Obviously, the, the last one was just terrible, and actually like woke up with some PTSD for like the next two mornings. Um, mm-hmm. But there was a room with uh, essentially like electric chairs. Like, no, they're not gonna actually you know zap you with you know electricity. But 
they hit you with enough um, voltage, kind of like a, what are those, uh, those like, like muscle stimulators, right? Mm-hmm. Those pads, but they just amp it up. And what's fun about it is that you have uh, a panel of buttons, and every button has a number, and everyone's chair has a number, and you get to vote who's going to get. Oh, shit. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> so you can see who fucks you over. Lasers, like, point at you. They go about, like, four or five rounds, and that shit was painful, dude, because uh, every rivet on there was, like, the contact point, and you're trying to not get zapped, and you're leaning on one arm, and you're leaning on what butt cheek, but the way electricity works out, right, is... If you're just focusing on one part, all of that part gets the most voltage. Painful. My, my, you know, you, you get your like muscles start cramping for like the next two doors. But lastly, lastly was the seven, the final room. And before I tell you that one, the, what they had the year before for like one of their final rooms was the they have you stand up against a wall, and then like netting comes down and sort of pins you against the wall. And then another panel comes down, and it's like latex. And then they vacuum seal you in it. Correct. You can't breathe. And they do it for like 10 seconds. And you hear them counting down. And then they, you know, sort of let you breathe again. And then they're going to do it one more time. But then it, like, quote, unquote, malfunctions. And, you know, that's the end of that thing. Well, I was, I was waiting for that. But I didn't know that that's not what they were going to do for this year around. Because, you know, you got to change some stuff up. So the last room that they have, it's it's a row of, of it's a row of cages. Sorry, because it's, it's just my favorite thing. Because I'll never fucking do it again, right? I'm getting it on the record. It's a it's a row of cages, and you have to crawl in, and they close the door behind you, and they tell you there's a lock in front. You can escape it. You just have to put in the code, whatever. They'll give you the code. You don't have to find it or nothing like that. They're giving you the code. I'm like, great. <laughs> I can just unlock it. Yeah, it's a little wet and slippery, but I got this shit. Well, joke's on you. It's never going to actually open. Psychological horror or torment. And then the buzzer hits, and it's on hydraulics, and they dip you. They completely submerge you into water. And to make sure that you can't peek up and get a little sip of air, they inflate airbags on your back and head. And if you try to push back, it'll zap you, and you're just completely submerged in, in water. For at least like 10 seconds. Fuck that. Yeah, no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so then it raises up and you take a deep breath and you're like, what the fuck did I sign myself up into? And it's shaking again because it's going to dip back down and I yell mercy. And I'm thinking, okay, they stopped the whole thing because I yelled mercy. No, the joke's on you. They're not going to dip you again. But I still bitched out. And, no, uh, I yeah. knew it. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. That shit was. So I want you fucking to fucking try that shit because that was that was that, hardcore. You told me the story before, and th- that part uh, freaked me out because I I I'm ran out a, of breath. Sorry about that. Yeah, I ran a uh, tough mutter before, and one of the obstacles in that was you have to like dip under the water to get like under this cage, and then when you pop up, there's a cage like five inches maybe above the water line and the idea is you you float on your back and you just pull yourself through but that initial moment of like going underwater and then popping up to like so little air in between the water and and the top and like just adjusting yourself and like not really being able to like shake your hair or anything like shake the water off your face i i almost panicked like (laughs) it was a good little moment of just like (gasps) and then it's like okay like lay down like I have plenty of space. 
and then I just pulled myself through the cage and, and got out of it. Hmm. But well, the funny thing too is like this was for our friend's birthday, so she's like, "Oh, hey, after we do the seventeenth door, we'll like you know get dressed and then we'll go have some drinks." <laughs> we met back up again, and everyone is just like shell shocked. We're like, um. I think we're just gonna have like one drink and, and just kind of call it a night. We were we were just done. I mean, we were all like fucking hyped up for it. And every, no, we were we were completely done. And then the the morning after, uh, like my nose was stuffy, and so I was I was waking up in the morning, sleeping in, and um, I don't usually lay on my lay on my belly, but I was. And my wife was like cuddling me because I was I guess I was like twitchy in my sleep, just being freaked out. And her leg was over my back, and my nose was stuffy, and I couldn't breathe. And in that moment, I like panic woke up and kicked her leg off. She's like, it's okay. You're not back there. You're not back there. You're here. And I was like, no. How, how long, uh, how long did you go where you had to get tased in order to get hard? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't know about that, but yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Oh, she doesn't, you do no. it. You do it. I've got to go freshen up in the bathroom. You sit there. Come on. Turn the lights Come on. They're flickering. It happens every turn, time before we fuck. Turn the lights off. You gotta like play audio of a creepy voice as you tase yourself. There it is. Just a cattle prod sticking out of your ass. <laughs> but if you've been drinking, that, you got to like hit it midway through. <laughs> Hold on, baby. Oh, there we go. Uh, but now that we're all adults and we're searching for like the scary things, most of us. <laughs> do you guys? I know Rudy. You don't like the scary movies, but are there any recent scary movies as an adult that freaked you out? I got a couple. Well, no. going back to your story about the, the 17th door huh. and like all this idea of even escape rooms or anything like that, it is fascinating that we, we live in a world and I guess we're privileged enough to live in a nation <laughs> and a timeline where we're yeah. willing to go pay. We pay money and schedule in like getting your shit pushed through an adventure, yeah. a torture. Like, I mean, there's people in, in, in the world today that, just experienced that sorry there's a weird thumbs down on your video <laughs> we're, we're lucky enough to live in a in a time even where it's like yeah that's that's what we do we can go pay for an adventure because i i mean i think about our grandparents or great-grandparents like at least for me like escaping soviet russia like you know like there were there was people fighting like yeah crazy wars and like crossing you know vast amounts of land to get to like a better life and we're like can i can i pay you to torture me i need to <laughs> oh, feel man. something for once please yeah people anytime i would tell the story people would ask and you paid for that i'm like yeah i mean you know i mean no there's a part of me that's like i guess like i guess it's tempting just to like i don't know the, it's like that survivalist right that maybe all of us fantasize a little bit i think we talked about a, a little bit in the post-apocalyptic episode of just like yeah i guess if you experience something like that like maybe you'll be prepared if you ever get stuck in that but i don't know because at times i've said it, before if someone tries to torture me you just play an annoying noise i'll, I'll tell you fucking everything <laughs> it's it's my story of the 17th door <laughs> <laughs> We're going to annoy you now. You tell us everything. We found the podcast, episode 25. Here you go. Listen to this guy. <laughs> and then, you know, I went into the... But it's the 17th door. 17 no! Of them. No! I'll tell you everything! Everything! Here's <laughs> the counts. Fucking Duke, everything. I don't hear it again. He, he, he would sound just like... Pray for 10 seconds. Boo! 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 
Well, I mean, we're different, dude. So well, that would sound <laughs> exactly people, I know. <laughs> exactly like old boy from the Goonies. You you would sound exactly oh, yeah. like him. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then when I threw up on Irene, <laughs> and then I got shocked in the back. <laughs> oh, chunk. Oh my god. Uh, fuck. Oh, did anybody have any <laughs> scary, scary, movies? scary movies as an adult? Anybody <laughs> scary movies? No, I think we should wrap that right oh, there. Yeah, you know what? Fuck, <laughs> let's let's close this. We shit had out. two podcasts and a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. We'll, we'll do more spooky episodes, right? I have to take my notes down yeah. for next week because I don't want to get into what I was going to get into. All right, okay. after that, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> More spooky stuff to come, you guys. That Put a another. spooky button into it. Put a spooky button a into ghost it. ghost button. Tell us about your spooky dookies. A skeleton button. <laughs> I was underwater for 10 seconds, and I took a big spooky dookie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. What if, it was, what if it was spooky dookie water? Ew. Oh. This you, was... You uh, know someone let, let a few drops out on that. Oh, I'm pretty sure. This was... Oh, this was uh, <laughs> I, yeah, how much cleaning time do they have just because someone, they, like, squirted I fucking everywhere? I did. This is, by like, the squirted. way, this is, like, two years ago. Oh, yeah. So this is, like, you know, mid-COVID. Oh, mid-COVID. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> there was just a room with people coughing. <laughs> that was gross. Uh, so let's put a spooky button on that one. We're going to come back with the more spooky stuff to round out the... Halloween month of October. So if we miss anything, no, tell us your scary stories and uh, supernatural happenings. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm. In the comment section, in the DMs. Douglas? Keep the conversation going. That's what I say. That's what I'm saying right now. <laughs> and yeah, no, uh, you know, like I said, I, like I say, all I always say, like, I mean, this is such a great month to always tell those scary stories and, you know, let yourself loose. I think one of the things I've seen mentioned about Halloween is it's like one of the few family, few if only non-family orientated holiday. So this is the, this is the month where you get to be yourself and do your own thing. And you're not expected to like perform for anybody other than yourself. So remember that and converse about it and talk about it and enjoy yourselves. You heard it here, folks. So check us out on the next week's episode of the Hype Attack Podcast. Ah! <laughs> All right, guys. Check us out next time. Same hype time. Same, same hype channel. channel. Hype Attack. Hype.